What's up, fellow freaks? I'm Zach, your host of the Ox Podcast, bringing you a daily dose of uncensored wisdom, 10 minutes or less, no bullshit, no topic off limits. If any episode of the Ox has made your life better in some small way, please take a few seconds to send this podcast to someone else. The best way to spread love is to share what you love. Now, without further ado, let's dive in. Anthony Bourdain on why failing gloriously is better than being competent. Anthony Bourdain, who the New York Times described as a renegade chef, hung himself in a hotel room in France at 61 years old. A chef by trade, Bourdain's book Kitchen Confidential sparked a second career as the host of food exploration and travel shows like No Reservations and Parts Unknown. The filming of these shows brought him all over the globe and allowed him to see more things and more people than most would in three lifetimes. This past week, I watched one of the last interviews Bourdain sat down for, which was conducted by Fast Company. In this interview, which you can find by searching Anthony Bourdain Fast Company on YouTube, Bourdain says a few things on failure, openness to experience, dazzle, and the state of people, which I'm going to share with you now. So let's get into it. When asked about travel, Anthony Bourdain said this about his experience and what he's learned. He said, quote, be open to experience, be willing to try new things, don't have a rigid plan, accept random acts of hospitality without judgment or fear. Don't be afraid to wander Don't be afraid to eat a bad meal. Be humble. Be grateful. Be aware of the fact that you are the dumbest person in the room. Anthony Bourdain has gone all over the planet. And I have in no way traveled to the extent or gotten to know the amount of people that Anthony Bourdain has in his fascinating life. Something that I struggle with and something that I was thinking about when I heard Anthony Bourdain say this during the interview is that my routine that I'm in during the week and sometimes on the weekends as well, depending on when I'm recording podcasts, that routine that allows me to get a lot of work done and and create a lot of content and also work a full-time job, that routine goes against the kind of the the ability to let go when you travel the ability to be spontaneous and not having a rigid plan like Anthony Bourdain talks about and and it's hard not to identify with your routine when i'm out of my routine sometimes i feel like i'm not worth as much because i'm not in my routine i'm not creating something i'm not making something And so a struggle for me has been to allow myself to wander when I'm not working, when I'm not in that intense creative space. And I have had moments in my life where I've done that better than other times. One of those times was 
when I went to Iceland, which I've spoken about a few times on the podcast, where I planned out probably about 60% of my time and then 40% of my time I was wandering about meeting strangers, getting caught up in expeditions, going out at night. And it was a great fucking time. And that's something that I want to revisit, which is obviously hard with COVID. Um, but that's that's something that um, is going to be a constant battle for for myself and anyone else who has a routine, which is basically everybody. And to remember the fact that that routine does not determine who you are. You, you are still a valuable person outside of that routine. And don't be afraid of wandering. Don't be afraid of eating that bad meal. And don't always feel like you have to have everything planned out. And, and again, that's something I'm working on continuously. The next thing Anthony Bourdain said in this interview that stood out to me is he says, I would rather, excuse me, he says, I would much rather fail gloriously than to not try. I'm not interested in telling stories with competence. I'm looking to tell them with some style and originality and creativity. A powerful reaction one way or another is infinitely preferable to me than pleasing everybody. A powerful reaction one way or another another is infinitely preferable to me than pleasing everybody. That is something that I think about when I'm creating content. That's something I think about when I'm meeting people. That's something I think about when I'm dating is that I would rather be the type of person that goes into it with their own style, their own originality and that person has a strong reaction one way or the other. Either they like me or they don't like me. That's not to say I'm going to be vulgar and disrespectful and, and you know, not take into account that other people exist besides myself. That's not, I think some people walk around and say, oh, you know, I'm going to do whatever I want and I don't give a fuck about other people. And like, that's artistic in some way because I'm living on a whim. I, I don't, I think that's just ego. That, that that's not living. That's that's just being an asshole. I'm talking more about sharing your opinions strongly and acting boldly and not letting other people's approval stand in the way of saying what you want to say and doing what you want to do. Not needing the approval of others to create, not needing the approval of others to act, not needing the approval of others to say. And I that that is a goal of mine to through podcasting tell stories in a way that gives people power a powerful fucking reaction and and I don't want people to feel in between about what I do or how I act or what I create. The next thing that Anthony Bourdain says when he's asked about meeting people and traveling the world he said the world is full of people doing the best they can the world is full of people doing the best they can again i haven't traveled nearly as much as anthony bourdain i have though spoken to a lot of people on and off podcasts and i have traveled a decent amount and something that i will always believe i don't want to say always believe because i'm open to changing my opinion with evidence something that I know 
strongly to be true is that the world is full of almost all good people, overall good. People are trying to do the best they can. That's not to say there's no badness in people. Everyone's nuanced. The people that are good 100% are just as rare as the people who are evil 100%. There's which is to say that there's basically no one that's either or. No one's 100% good. No one's 100% evil. Everyone's a combination of good things and bad things. And I and I believe that almost everybody is mostly good. People fuck up. People make mistakes. I fuck up. I make mistakes. It is the way... It is what you do with those mistakes and how you treat other people while you're fucking up and while things are not going the way you'd like them to go. That determines how you live your life. And I try to keep that in mind as often as I can is when I feel my ego starting to act up and say, you know, fuck this person or how could this person do that or what a piece of shit is that everyone's dealing with something that I literally know nothing about. Everyone's going through shit and has their own problems and has their own way and dealing with a bunch of friends and enemies and things going on in their professional life that I have no fucking clue what they're dealing with. All I see is the headline or the final decision and that's all I have to make a judgment. So which which is why I reserve it most of the time and I say, you know, I have I don't know what was happening. And that's not an excuse. It is to say, though, that whatever happened, I'm sure that person was trying to do the best that they could in most cases. Obviously, there are certain cases where that's not the case, <laughs> certain cases where that's not the case. Uh, but yeah, mo- mo- the world is full of people doing the best they can. And I have found that strongly to be true. And again, I'm 27 years old. I'm dumb as fuck and trying to get less dumb every day. That is something, though, that I have learned is is true. The last thing that Anthony Bourdain says, he, he was asked about culinary innovation and what he thinks about new dishes and, and people kind of blending different styles together and, and adding things uh, in the kitchen to, to make new recipes or, or expanding on traditional dishes. And Anthony Bourdain says, are you improving on it? He talks about the most important thing is, are you improving on it? And he gives the example of adding chicken to a Caesar salad. Are you adding chicken to the Caesar salad because you're just adding it to add something? Or is the Caesar salad actually better? He says it's not. I disagree. I love chicken. So add chicken to almost anything and I'll I'll say it's better. And I'm also not Anthony Bourdain. I'm not a chef. So my opinion does not mean as much as his in that realm. But uh, that's an important thing to ask yourself. Whatever it is that you're doing, if you're adding something to it, are you adding something because you're stroking your own ego and you're trying to dazzle people and you're trying to make it flashy for the sake of flashiness or are you actually making the product or the idea or the service better is is it better than it was before are you improving on it are you providing more value because of what you're doing or are you simply you know covering a, a shit turd in gold and trying to make it more flashy 
and I'm no stranger to the latter. I've, I've, you know, I've definitely done some things in podcasting where I thought, oh, this is cool because this other person does that, or I need to start doing this. And then I realized it wasn't actually making the podcast better and it was taking a fuck ton of time and there was no reason for me to be doing it. So I stopped. So ask yourself, are you, when you're adding things or taking away things too, are, are you doing it out of flashiness or are you doing it because it's improving what you're trying to do? So that is my challenge to you and a continuing lifelong challenge to myself is to think about what Anthony Bourdain has said in terms of being open to experience, not having a rigid plan, failing gloriously, getting a powerful reaction one way or the other, the world being full of people doing the best they can, and are you improving on it? And also take the time to learn something about Anthony Bourdain. I listened to the book Kitchen Kitchen Confidential probably four or five years ago, and it's on my list of things to read again. And, And it's clear he struggled with demons, and he also lived an exciting, dirty, fascinating life which is something we're striving for and something I'm, I'm striving for. I obviously hope it ends differently than Anthony Bourdain. And the, there, there are a lot of things that he did incredibly that I want to be able to do in my own right and, and, podcasting so think about what anthony bourdain said learn something about him and yeah i'll see you guys next time